You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out easyagentpro.com slash podcast. Hey, Easy Agent Pros, this is Tyler from Easy Agent Pro, uh, and really excited about this interview that you're about to hear on our podcast. Uh, This is an interview that I just did with Darren James. Uh, He's an agent down in Louisiana, and as you'll hear, he is absolutely crushing it. He did about 140 or 150 transactions himself last year, and his team did over 500 transactions. So real, real, real high performer. I took some of the questions you guys asked us in the BeatZillow group and threw them into this episode. So uh, let me know what you think. You can check out the podcast uh, here on your phone on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or you can hop over and listen to it on our YouTube channel. So without further ado, here's Darren James and myself. I'll give you a little history about me if you want to know a little bit about me before yeah. we questions. Um, I'm former law enforcement. I worked for the Louisiana State Police the Department of Public Safety for 10 years and got into real estate out of necessity. Uh, my wife basically wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Sure. And uh, long in the story short, my uncle had passed away. I flew back in town. I got a position in investigations and I lost a bunch of money in my overtime because now I'm in plain clothes. I can't work all the overtime details that I was working. And so I had to find a way to supplement my, in- uh, my income. And so uh, I immediately fell back to retail what I got into prior to law enforcement. And I was stocking shelves from 530 in the afternoon till 11 o'clock at night and giving Palm Pilot seminars. You remember those things? The Palm oh, Pilot? Yeah. The Blackberries or like is this before Blackberry? Before Blackberry as a Palm Pilot, a handspring visor was the other deal. And I fell in love with that because it kept me organized in a way that nothing else was able to keep me organized. I have... Um, I have uh, a CDO, basically it's OCD in alphabetical order. It's that bad. And so, so long as the story short, it's, um, it's, I'm very uh, organized person, and that kept me in a situation where I can always recall information at any time period. So I started loving technology at that point. Got, um, you know, I, was, I ended up working three jobs, and after I worked those three jobs, I said, man, there's got to be a better way. And I sat down. And I remember it like it was yesterday, Tyler. I went into my house and I was in tears in my in my bathroom, and I said, "Lord, life is too hard. I mean, it's not supposed to be this hard. It's it's got to be easier." And so I'd always heard real estate was a good career. I'm trying to make this uh, short as possible. I'm trying to, I always heard real estate was a good career, and got into real estate, wanting to sell two houses. My first year, I sold ten, wow. and I said, "Man, am I am I good at this career? Is this a possible? Am I good at this, or is it a beginner's luck, or whatever? What is the case? You know, what is it?" And so I immediately um, started looking. I said, man, what is the average person doing um, you know, nationwide, according to NAR, National Association of Realtors, uh, as far as production goes on a part-time basis? And the average agent was selling, even full-time, 8 to 12 houses a year. <laughs> You're beating them part-time. I said, man, I did 10. I said, I'm well within the averages, so how do I get to 20? How do I get to 40? How do I grow from there? And I knew that to be better in anything you do in life, you have to associate with people who are performing at a higher level than what you are. Right. And so I sought those people out and I started networking with individuals. Long end of the story short, um, I ended up leaving state police in 2006. Um, 
to do this full time, managing two uh, two offices. I got my broker's license in 2005. I was managing two offices for Coldwell Banker, which was a national franchise that I was with at the time. I was selling 52 houses a year on a part time basis, just really doing what I needed to do to get the job done. And the first thing I did, I, I built systems in my business to kind of grow from there. And I left in 2008, Coldwell Banker, went to Keller Williams in 2008. I was one of their top producers, 2008, 2009, 2010. And that's when the big internet shift came. And I wanted to get, um, I wanted to give the public what they were looking for, all of the properties on one website to, to give the consumer, not just my listings, my listings. And to get that at the time in Louisiana, you had to be the sponsoring uh, broker in the company. So that's when I opened up my own real estate company, Darren James Real Estate Experts. Wow. And here we are today. So that's my story. <laughs> that is incredible. You went from 10 part-time and then like doubled it. And by the time you're doing full-time, you're over 50 already. That's, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, 52, 52 was still at a part-time basis. And I was time blocking before I knew what time blocking really was. You know, from, right. from 6 o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock in the morning was my time. I could, that was my drive to work. I could call my early risers and update them on transactions. Lunch, my lunch break was my time as well. And then after hours was my time. So that's how I kind of time blocked it throughout the day. And, um, um, that's how I kind of kind of manage everything. So that's really interesting. So what was the primary drive? There are a lot of things, you know, branding, lead gen, all that, but, um, what was the, the thing that made you set your goals like you did you say you did 10 and then it sounded like you set your goal to do 20 um yes. and then do 50 like how how did you actually set those goals and then how did you hold yourself accountable or, or come up with that well that's a great question uh, ever since i graduated high school um, i've always written down my goals 10 goals that i want to accomplish for the next year so is and that like your January activity or? December 24th at 8 p.m. every year. I still do it to this day. That is awesome. Um, I write, I, ever since I graduated high school, I started writing down goals. I'm very goal-oriented and goal-driven and results-driven as well, you know. So I want to see results. And um, um, basically, I always try to double. I know that's a big reach. Like, mm-hmm. for example, last year, based on where we're at as far as transactions, 500 homes last year in my company – there's really no way that I'm going to sell a thousand homes this year. So you see what I'm saying? Right. But goal by 2020, yes, I want to be selling a thousand homes a year. That's my 2020 goal. And so basically, I, I looked. I said, you know, what is the, the the easiest way to eat an elephant? Because I mean, even when I was doing when I wanted to do two transactions, that seemed like a whole heck of a lot. But and I did ten, and I'm like, man, how do I do this? Because there's so much stuff out there, you know. In this business, you have to systematize your, your, yourself. That's the key to this business. You have to have systems. And in anything you do in life, I'm a firm believer that you either have to be first or you have to be different. And I'm a <laughs> little bit awesome. of both. So, so, so let's pause. So like what, what, what systems have you built that make you either first or different? Well, I was one of the first people in my area to uh, wrap my vehicle. I put a vehicle wrap all around it, letting people know what you do, because I'm a big believer that, you know, you hear the old cliche, it's all in who you know. Well, that's not necessarily true because I may know Tyler, but if Tyler doesn't know that Darren sells houses in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Tyler is not going to know to call Darren whenever he has that need in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So it's all in who you know that knows what you do that makes you successful. And that's the key. So the first thing I did was I was one of the first people to wrap my vehicle to let everybody know what business I was in. 
And people around town were saying, man, that Darren James, he must be conceited. He must really learn himself because I had a picture <laughs> of my face on the side of it. It's not that. I mean, the, pay, the, 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 the face is not anything good to look at, as you can tell. But long of story short, I just wanted people to know what industry I was in so I could give them a service when they, and they knew who to call whenever they needed that service. So that was one thing that, was, that I did first to be different. The next thing that I did first to be different was I uh, put together a VIP program for uh, my buyers and sellers, anybody that bought or sold a home through me, I uh, basically rented a warehouse. Okay. And I had I had extension ladders in there. I had pressure washers. I had all these different tools. I had uh, tables, chairs. I had a barbecue pit with my logo on it. So let's just say you were having a get together at your house, and you said, "Darren, I'm having a get together at my house. Do you have any chairs I can borrow?" Absolutely. For doing Darren business with Darren James, you can go pick them up at the warehouse and let them go to the at no charge to them because it's a way to give value added service to your customer. You know, people do business who know, like, and trust you. And, um, you know, it's it, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's one of the things you have to show yourself. You know, you, it's all about giving value to the consumer. That's what this is all about. That's, that's, that's what you do in your business a lot of times. Yeah. You give value to the consumer and to us as, as real estate professionals, you know, you give more value on your emails that you send out than I've ever seen from anybody. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on an interview with you. I'm being real. It's value-added stuff on how do you market on Facebook? How do you do this different things? How do you, you know, and always looking for ways to improve because, you know, I'm not perfect in my real estate business, Tyler, by any means, but I'm always, the biggest thing that keeps me up at night is process improvement. I'm always looking for a way to better it for the consumer better for my agents and better to make it an easier process. When someone buys or sells a home with our company, we want it to be like um, Disney World, the happiest experience on earth or the happiest place on earth. We want it to be where, man, this was the best thing in the world. That's what we try to give the consumer because that's what they deserve. You know, there's a million agents out there in my area, but they had a choice and they called me. And when they called me for that, I'm forever grateful. And that's the kind of service that we try to give our people. That's man. There's so much. I hope everyone like rewinds and listens to that whole thing. There's so much there to break down. Um, one question that someone asked that really like ties into that. It sounds like you're. And I did some research on you. I've, I've read some of your reviews actually online, and everyone mentioned everything you just said. But one that stuck out to me was someone who left a review on Google a month ago. They said that they were referred to you, but before they were referred to you, they had just heard your radio ads over and over and over and over again. And I'd imagine um, it ties into this question I'm about to ask, but I think uh, it was Gabe who asked, how do you spend your marketing dollars without fail? What would you say to him or like, how do you think about that? Since you're always looking at your systems and it sounds like you're always doing these marketing ideas, um, how do you think about that? Well, the thing is, is about marketing, I'm a firm believer is there's no expense to marketing if I have a positive return on my investment. So everything within my business is trackable. Everything from website leads, radio leads, calls into the office, everything. You cannot track too much because anything that you can track can be improved upon over time. And so if you're looking at that trackability and you're watching where the leads are coming from, you can always invest more money in there if you, if you see fit. To generate additional business. So, so I'm going to challenge you. So like in terms of your car wrapper, how would you track that? Well, basically the way the way we look at that is on the car wrap, you can put uh, a certain website that drives traffic directly to that one site, a URL. You can use URL specific mm -hmm. websites to do that. You can do telephone numbers 
So when people call that certain telephone number and it comes up, you can do that as well. You can track, you know where that number is coming directly through. So there's many different ways to, to track all of your advertisements. Same thing with websites, all the URLs. You, when you go run a campaign on Facebook, you can build a, a certain URL for that campaign. Now you know where the, 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 the marketing dollars are being best well spent. So that's how we track that. That's awesome. So. So do you use on every different campaign, whether it's radio, you're driving them to a separate phone number then? I do, yes. I have multiple extensions on uh, a system that I use through a company called uh, uh, ProQuest cool. is what I use for that. And it works out very, very well. There's many different providers out there uh, that utilize that system. So yeah, it's, um, it's a really good system. So what do you use to like track all these internal systems? I've seen a lot of apps. We've reviewed a couple. Is, is there something you use like to help? manage the client through the whole process or, or how do you build those systems and manage them and make sure your team mates and, and buyers agents and um, assistants all follow those systems religiously it's, it's a very very much a challenge i'm not going to say it's easy <laughs> at all it's a challenge it's a daily challenge yeah it's so hard for us we have this team it's, wiki that's just a mess it's a nightmare sometimes <laughs> you know especially when you're trying to implement a new system to get everybody on board and then you got to go through all the training for example we're doing a, an all-day training tomorrow on a new document management system that allows us to be paperless throughout every uh, throughout uh, anywhere we are, we're able to, to get document signature and so forth. Right now, we're using utilizing a system called DocuSign. You probably heard of that yeah. fantastic system. That's what we're using now. But we're looking to get everything because we're like I mentioned earlier. There's no one system that I use that does everything. If I could develop that, I wouldn't have to do this anymore. But I love what I do too much to give it up. So, I, uh, but you know, there's not one thing. But if I had to answer the question for Gabe. How do I manage all that? Um, we developed a system internally in our office. Basically, um, it's kind of old school. It's mm -hmm. an Excel spreadsheet, and everybody that comes through us, basically we utilize a system called Calendly. Uh, it's a free system through Google. It's a scheduling app that we utilize, and um, whenever someone wants to list a home to buy a home with us, we have our buyer's agents set up on that, can send it over there. They can choose who they want to get scheduled with, and basically what that system does it prevents scheduling tennis between two parties. So if you wanted to list your home and I call you up and say, hey, Tyler, I'm, I'm available tomorrow at 3, and you say, no, my wife won't be at home tomorrow at 3. How about 5? Well, I'm tied up at 5. How about the next day at 6? No, i got to work that day. So I mean, we've all had those types of conversations. Well, what Calendly does, it makes it very simple. Basically, I bought the URL, meetdarren.com or bookdarren.com, either one of them. They go to the same place. They go there. They click on listing appointment. And they go in and they can see all the different times that I have available to do an enlisting appointment. And it has a buffer from travel to account for travel times between one location to the next. And so that was one of the systems that I utilize in my business to make me more efficient when it comes to scheduling things. And so um, that's a really good one. The other system that I utilize in my business, which is fantastic, is um, something called Basecamp. Okay. And what Basecamp does, it's not necessarily real estate specific, but what I did was I went in there and I built templates out for the buyer template and the listing template and the things that we're going to utilize um, to get the consumer from point A to point B because the number one complaint consistently for the 15 years I've been in this business with the National Association of Realtors is my realtor listed my home or we bought our home through our realtor and there was limited communication. That seems to be a common denominator yeah. throughout the transactions. So we wanted to build a system that actually opens up transparency within the communication to where the lenders involved, the title companies involved, the client that we represent involved, the other agents involved. And that way everybody sees what's going on throughout the entire process. And within Basecamp, what we have is we have a back end of that system 
And uh, anybody who's watching this, by the way, if you want to see this, I'll be more than happy to do a, a screen share with you at a later time. Reach out to me at any time. You can go to meetdarren.com and book a webinar with me. More than happy to to to, um, uh, to to help you in any way I possibly can. So any of the viewers. That's viewers. awesome. And we can link up those two. Actually, fun story. When we first started, we used Basecamp to develop all the website projects and everything. But yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. So I built that out and I put my to-do list in there that uh, basically shows all the different steps that we have to do on our end as the agent to make sure the process goes off seamlessly. I also put in there several different videos because there's so many, there's, there's common denominators in every real estate transaction. Everybody has an accepted offer. You have right. to have an accepted offer between all parties. Everybody had, and for most part, everybody has a home inspector, a uh, home inspection. Everybody has an appraisal on the property for the most part. Everybody does a final walkthrough and everybody goes to a closing. So we consider that the five milestones of a transaction. Well, I built an infographic uploaded to Basecamp. So whenever we invite the parties to that, now they have access to the to the infographic, and it gives a little brief detail about what's going on. How many days would it take to get the inspection report back from the inspector? Because that was a common question I kept getting from the clients. Is you know you're working. I mean, sometimes we close you know twenty deals in a month, thirty deals in a month, forty deals in a month, and you're running all that and coming along in the in, in the grand scheme of things, and everything starts coming down. All these people texting you and emailing you and all this. <laughs> this kind of cuts out from some of the questions on the common questions that we've seen over time, kind of like a FAQ type deal uh, that we put together to, to handle all those questions. So Basecamp is probably one of my best systems that I utilize in my business on a daily basis. That is awesome. So in terms of the Basecamp tasks, let's say, just for easy numbers, let's say you have 100 tasks in there. Um, mm -hmm. Like A lot of the questions we got on the Facebook group were like, what percentage of this transaction is managed by you and what percentage do you outsource to your staff or to buyer's agents or people like that? Well, that's a, that's a great question because uh, I get inundated with emails because I have my team on that entire system. So when they set up a transaction on their end, I get every email through Basecamp to my email as well. So I'm trying to find a way that's to or find a way to improve that system or eliminate me from all. Since I'm the account owner there, I get notified on everything that happens within that transaction. So we're trying to fix that system to where I only get notified on the transactions that I'm personally working. They get notified on their transactions. If I need to step in, I can be looped in at that other at another time period. So, so people, they do their own transactions from start to finish without um, you touching them if they're not yours, right? That is correct, yes. Okay. And so yeah. how many buyer's agents or seller's agents do you have at this point? I have, have, have seven right now in okay. the company. Um, and then I have, I have, I actually run a brokerage as well. So I have people out there who really, you know, like don't sell. I have one guy that's a real good friend of mine. His, uh, his daughter is in the process of, uh, or almost ready to buy her own home. And so he wants to represent her on the buy the purchase of her first home. That's and so, awesome. you know, that's that's one way that he's able to help her. So you got his real estate license to where he can represent her to get her start in life. So um, it works out well. But I got several people who, you know, don't necessarily do any production. The the producing agents that I have roughly fluctuates between seven and ten is what the numbers are. So as, So it sounds like these systems then help you provide a better experience and the experience as you know we've said, you said it's always about giving more value and that helps you get referrals. So I'd imagine a, a substantial portion of those transactions in a given year are referral based or is it is it marketing? Like what what's that breakdown between new marketing, new transactions, people that really honestly weren't referrals, and then the other other like word-of-mouth people at this point? 
right? 60, 60% of our business is referral based, mm-hmm. you know, 50, uh, you know, I've gotten to be in the business 15 years. And so looking at that, one of the biggest challenges for anybody who's a new agent out there, uh, one of the biggest ways, and I'll be honest, I failed in my business because I can be better at this. And this is one of the process improvements, things that keep me up at night. I haven't followed up with my past people the way I should have been following up with my past people. Mm-hmm. It's a real, it's a true statement and not, and I'm not the only agent that's, that's, that's had that issue. I mean, we can all be better at what we do. And, and, and I guess that's what keeps me going every day is that I'm always trying to find a way to be that much better and to give the better experience to the client that I possibly can. And same thing with my agents, you know, my job as a broker here in the company, I still actively sell. But my job as the broker is to, number one, is to give the agents a place to work. Number two, give them an opportunity that they never thought, you know, that, that, that to, to live a life that they never thought was possible. And that's what I try to give them. I try to show them and give them opportunities that, you know, they, they never thought that, that they could ever have. Um, and that's what my job is. That's what makes me tick every day is giving them that opportunity. So let's, I think this might be interesting. Like what... You just said that that's the problem that keeps you up at night. So what solutions are you looking at implementing to follow up with these people better into the future? I'm looking to, uh, to basically uh, automate uh, a, lot of our, a lot of our processes. Mm-hmm. And so I utilize Infusionsoft in my business now, Autopilot HQ in my business now. Those are some automation software that allows me to, uh, to follow up at a better consistent rate. Send out cards is another system that I utilize. And they got many different apps out there that do different things. Um, uh, video emails is another system that I'm going to use to stay in touch with the clients just to say, Hey, you know, how you doing? Just want to reach out and touch base with you. And, uh, so that's some of the systems that I'm looking in the future to really improve upon, uh, to be able to grow even further. That is, that's awesome. Always iterating and improve. That's what we try to do here and try to inspire people to do. Um, This so this is a bit broader. We've gotten really like nitty gritty here, but someone asked like a Sean asked a great question. Um, if you had to start from scratch today in an unknown area, what would be the first thing you'd do? Like it, it sounded like you did start from scratch back when you were selling Palm Pilots and then going uh, right. into real estate. But like, would you would you have a full time job and do it part time until you were doing ten, or would you go right in and get a broker's license and try to go big? How would you how would you start from scratch in a new area? Well, no, number one, um, I'm a firm believer that as long as the man upstairs is the captain of my ship, I can't sink. And so I can promise you that. And so I'm a man of faith, and then I walk that way. But I don't know if y'all seen the, the YouTube video with Steve Harvey that, said, that says he was doing a Family Feud episode, and he steps out to talk to the audience about sometimes you just have to jump. Sometimes you just have to take that chance. And I'm the sole provider of my family, and you know when I took that jump, it was very hard to jump because I had security of a, of a, of a full-time job. I had a paid-for car, you know, full-time insurance. It was a big step. But one of the things that I said to myself is, you know, I didn't want to go through life wondering what if. What if I would have taken that jump? What if I would have made this decision? So I said, you know, I can always go back. I can always go back if things just don't work out. But let's just go ahead and give it our all. And I knew from the very beginning I had to focus on getting started, basically the, the three L's in real estate, listings, leads, and leverage. And that's the three things that I first started out on, and I, I learned that long before, way well back when, um, because I was still uploading all these pictures to the sites. I was still, when I first got started, I was still sending out all the emails 
uh, that I was sending out to people to let them know, hey, I got a new listing on the market or, or hey, you know, what are, the, what are the five things you can do when you're looking to put your home on the market? That type of value-added content, I was doing that way back when. So if I got parachuting into an area and I want to start again, I would focus on getting the listings, focus on the leads to match those leads to your listings, and focus on the most dollar-productive activities that you could possibly do. And if so, one of the ways that you can generate those leads immediately is, um, believe it or not, through open houses. Mm-hmm. The open houses really work. Well, you know, yeah, they do. And I'll tell you how they do. As long as you provide something of value to that consumer, you know, not just putting put an open house sign out there and say, you know, come out here two to four, you have to provide something of value. What are they looking for? They're looking for deals and steals. That's what buyer wants. So you give them a free list of foreclosures of their area. You give them, you know, something of value whenever they come in there. It's called a commodity exchange. You come to my open house, I'll give you something of value. And that's basically what it is. And so not, not to mention you have a chance to promote that seller's house of who you're representing as well and possibly sell that. So, you know, there's many different ways to do that. But I would focus on that. I would focus on being different in the marketplace. Do things a little bit different than what the other consumers are doing. Go host a seller seminar because a lot of sellers don't know how to, don't know how to sell a house. What do I got to do first? How does the process work? Do I got to get it staged? Do I get it priced first? Do I get it appraised? Do I get it inspected? They don't know that type of stuff. You know, a buyer seminar. Well, a lot of buyers think you got to pay realtor commissions when buying a house. But in reality, they don't. So they need to know that type of stuff. What are, you, what are the five common mistakes that a buyer looks for when, um, when, when buy, you know, buying a home? How do you prevent those? And so forth and so on. So you're, try, you're trying to give value-added content through seminars as well. That's a very, very good way to, to generate business and be different. Now with, webca- with, uh, with uh, webinars and with uh, podcasts and, and all the different things that you have available – through the different media outlets that we have in technology, it's very easy to get your message out there. And so um, I, I, I encourage you to do it that way because you can meet, meet, you basically can reach the masses at a faster level than having to send actual mail or having to send a mail out or, or whatever the case may be, other older conventional methods. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't even follow up with that. That was just so... Uh concrete and authoritative though um darren thank you so much is there anything else you'd like to just i mean our audience tends to skew a little um like you know they're they're in that 10 to 30 transaction what would you say to those people looking to to get up to maybe 50 60 70 transactions a year what would you say it takes to make that jump or something they would they should do to uh get to that next level well i think the first thing is is don't think it's going to fall in your lap because it won't you know, uh, don't rely on phone duty. This is a contact sport, so you have to get out there and make contacts. And you gotta, you know, you gotta pick up the phone. You gotta, you gotta learn your scripts, learn your dialogues, learn uh, how to give value-added content to the consumer because that's the shift now. Is inbound marketing is the big shift that we have coming down the pipes, and so you have to look at ways to provide value-added content. And um, you know, one of the things that I recommend, and and you know, not a plug, not a plug for for your your site or any of that, but your site is fantastic when it comes to blogging because it tells you exactly how to blog. You know, how many people? I mean, I blog. I wrote a blog post and I and about on the, uh, a builder that I that I met at a uh, local uh, granite and flooring store here locally in Baton Rouge. Okay. And within 24 hours, my, my blog was ranking on the first page of Google. Yeah. In 24 hours. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, I've been trying to do this for 10 years, 15 years, whatever it is. And it's like, oh, my God, how in the heck did that happen? And so looking at that, I mean, I would, I would find systems and platforms to where you can give the most value to the consumer in the fastest way possible. 
whether that be through blog posts, whether that be through uh, television, if they can afford that, radio. I mean, 10, 10 transactions a year depends on what their price point is. They're doing 10 $1 million transactions a year. That's $10 million in production. That's a pretty daggone good income. Yeah. It's fantastic. And so looking at their, 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 uh, their numbers, you, know, you, have to, you have to develop a plan. And anytime you have a plan, you have a direction in which you can go from start to, to start to finish. And so anybody who's at the 10 transaction, 20 transaction, 30 transaction that wants to get uh, to the next level, you know, have them call me. I'll be more than happy to, to complimentary give them a, you know, talk to me and just see how, where they're at in their business, what they've implemented here. Because one of the things I've learned about this business is uh, if you've ever been fishing and you go into your local tackle store, there's a lot of tackle on the shelf. And there's a lot of lures out there. And basically, a lot of those lures will catch fishermen, but not necessarily catch fish <laughs> in this business. There's a lot of things that are gimmicks out there that don't necessarily work and will cost you tons of money uh, in uh, basically trial and error. And so, you know, learn. I'm a big person. That I share. I'm a big shared person. And so, you know, with me being running a faith-based organization and me uh, – trying to always do the right thing. I'm all about trying to help somebody get to the next step in life. I love that. I love to see people succeed. And so if I can help anybody out there succeed uh, to get to the next step, I'm all about that. So they can reach out to me anytime and um, it's no, no, no problem whatsoever. That is all. And, and what's the best place for them to find you, your, your website, your phone number? Um, what's the uh, best way to reach out? My website is www.agent225.com. Cool. And I also have www.darrenjamesrealtor.com. And that's the best one, Darren James Realtor. And I uh, love it. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal. And my cell number is, um, is on the website as well. And if they want to, they can go to, uh, to bookdaren.com, D-A-R-E-N. Uh, and they can schedule a time to talk with me. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm here to help in any way I possibly can, uh, you know, to help them uh, be successful. And uh, I really appreciate you for giving me the opportunity to come here and talk today. Um, you're doing fantastic things with your systems, uh, doing fantastic things with your websites. You have a fantastic staff. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't speak volumes <laughs> of, of your staff and what you're trying to grow because, man, when I first got into a business and running a business, I thought it was going to be easy. This is not easy. Man. <laughs> it's not easy running a business. <laughs> it's not easy. It's yeah. In the world, besides being a parent, making you know, uh, you know, it's hard being a parent thinking you are. Am I giving them the best advice? Am I, you know, leading them in the right path and teaching them the right values and so forth? And so, you know, what you're building in your business, Tyler, is is something that everybody can be happy with. It's a it's a system that you're, you're putting together a system, an all inclusive system on the back end of your site with the, you know, the 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 pages that you create, the the blogging system that you have, the Everything that you have there on the back end of your site is is nothing short of you know phenomenal for a beginning agent or a seasoned agent. It's just really a good system, and it's a solid system because there's a lot of things that I mentioned earlier. There's a, I haven't found any systems that do all the communication that I like. That's what keeps me up at night. If I had that, I wouldn't have to do this anymore. Well, your website system that you have, you're, it, it's it's really really close to perfect. It's very, very good. Well, we're not there. We're trying. We're shipping some stuff right. next week that might make it a little better. But. That's right. <laughs> it's all, and it's all about process improvement. It's all how can you always you know, be given value to your people that, that, are, that, are, that are wanting to do business with you. And that's the key is always give value. And, and you know, that's, the, that's what I strive for the newer agents out there. Just give value to the people who work with you. 
you know, and one of the things I learned a long time ago, there's no commission um, that's worth the lifetime value of a client. And so always be upfront, always do the right thing, always tell the, the truth, and you'll be okay. And it's all going to work out no matter what. It's all going to work out, and they can be as successful as they want. All they have to do is remember the difference between success and failure is implementation, and that they just need to implement. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. So, Darren, thanks for hopping on. I hope everyone checks out your site, checks out what you're doing, because it's absolutely fantastic. So uh, thanks for your time today, man. Absolutely. You too, my friend. Thank you again. I'm honored to be part of it. I know. Thanks for listening to In the Lead. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content like this, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com.